welcome, welcome, welcome to Earth is Ghetto podcast with a special co-host. I am Sydney. This is Milo. (laughs) And I am Aaron. And yes, welcome back to some more ghetto shit. And we have a lot of ghetto shit to cover with y'all today. Um, Mental health check-in, you go first. Oh God, I really hate this. Um, because it's I feel like my answers don't get like that bright. Um, yeah, so it still sucks. Uh, and then obviously seeing the news only makes it worse because I'm a part of a country who is um aiding and abetting a genocide through our tax dollars, and I feel like we should talk about it. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> um Wow. Um, I'm just numb to all of the fuckery. Um, It's like when you tell yourself, we can't get no worse than this. It does. It's like, oh, Ashley, bitch, I fucking can watch this. So not taking things day by day anymore, just taking things hour by hour now, because look at where we are a couple of weeks from World War Three. Um white supremacy is doing this thing and America's backing it up, supporting it like it, like it always does. So yeah, mental health, I'm at a six. You know, that's actually better than I thought you was going to say. I, a six is good. That's that's good. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's decent. I was going to say, like, I feel like I want to say four, but I feel like for four, I'd have to be doing more extreme things. So I was going to say five. But yeah, yeah. No. There. Well, the reason I say six is because I did get some great dig like yesterday. Oh. That that gave me that extra boost. To... You know what? That does give the extra boost. People continue to fuck uh, without abandon, but with condoms. All right. Anyway, so um, uh, as you know, we mentioned earlier about the world falling apart. Uh, first, first and foremost. We, the reason why we call it uh, World War Three, Aaron, please let us know why we're calling it World War Three. Because people <laughs> are going to think that we're exaggerating. Um, so Iran is going to join in uh, because they said, bitch, you got us fucked up. Like when it comes to this Palestine shit, um, North Korea is considering joining in. And, you know, when it comes to nukes. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Next time on Dragon Ball Z, honey. And I'm not going to say anything about North or South Korea because I know my place and I need to read a few more books. But from what I know, formidable. We should be a scared, is what I think. Um, um, and then Biden, if not, he might be already there. He said Wednesday. Yeah, what's tomorrow? Wednesday. Um, he will be um, visiting Israel and Jordan and yeah, doing what he does best, standing for Israel, because we do give them $3.8 billion every year. So. With a B. Yeah. With a, with a B. Um, so one of the first things that I want to do is to make sure that we're giving out some education on exactly what this is about. So, and, and just so you know, this is going to be one of several parts because this is going to be going on for quite some time. And the one thing that we're not going to do is turn a blind eye to genocide. Um, this has been going on for the last 70 years. 
So for now, people wanting to stand up for death and demise is very funny to me, being that this has been something that's been happening for so long, with the death toll only mounting in the hundreds of thousands on one side. And remember, there's only 2 million people in Gaza. 2 million people, 1 million children. Mm. And this is once again just shows for the white people who are saying I stand with Israel and both sides and violence is not the answer. This just goes to show once again how when it comes to the eyes of whiteness, y'all just don't view black and brown bodies as important like that. Y'all don't care. And y'all's empathy only lasts like 48 hours, even less than that. So the selective outrage is very telling, um, but it's I'm not su surprised because it's in y'all's nature. So I want to go ahead and, like I said, to give some, some education. I think it's really important for us to have an idea of what's happening here. So let me know if you can hear it. Gaza and West Bank come under Israeli occupation. In 1948, during the first Arab-Israeli war, an estimated 700,000 Palestinians fled or were pushed out of their homes. They called this the Nakba, the catastrophe. In 1949, a truce agreement carved up territory between Israel and Arab states, but there was no new state for the Palestinians who had been displaced. Most were left in one of two areas, the West Bank, controlled by Jordan, or Gaza, controlled by Egypt. The conditions in Gaza were dire. Under Egyptian military rule, Palestinians weren't allowed into Egypt, nor could they enter Israel. They were, in effect, trapped. Then, in 1967, during the Six-Day War, the West Bank and Gaza were taken by the Israeli military, marking the start of the Israeli occupation. The 1990s saw the start of a peace protest which might have brought that occupation to an end, but it stalled. Today, Palestinians living in the West Bank have autonomy in big cities and towns, but are surrounded by Jewish settlements and are cut off by Israel's security barrier, while the two million Palestinians living in Gaza remain effectively locked away. Israel withdrew from Gaza in 2005. Two years later, Hamas, an Islamist militant group, took full control. And this densely populated strip of land has continued to be the scene of assaults and battles with Israel. In our next video, we'll explain the rise of Hamas and how powerful the group has become. So uh, I'm glad that, uh, and, and we're gonna definitely talk about Hamas, but just based off of that video, what are your thoughts? It's, it's just so funny, like when I hear people say, oh, well, some Israeli children are dead now. And, but it's like, what about the decades and decades and decades of Palestinians? Palestinian children who have been killed. Like y'all pick and choose. And it just lets me know how like white supremacy, like is so expected to just, when it comes to black dead, black and brown bodies, like, oh, it's just another Tuesday. You know, it's like, y'all don't see that as like a big issue. So <clears throat> it's just sad. Um, a hospital over there was blown up today. How many kids you say it was in there? 500, 500 people. And they said about 40 to 50% of them were children and nurses and doctors and patients. And there were people sleeping outside because obviously there wasn't enough space inside. Sleeping, 
sleeping. They don't even look like people anymore. And I'm at the point where uh, I refuse to be numb to this. I refuse to be numb to this. I'm going to let it hurt. I'm going to have to step in because I live a very privileged life in comparison to what's going on right now. So I don't get the luxury of turning away and pretending it's not happening. Um, and whatever platform that we have, this is something that we're gonna continue to talk about because I feel like one of the things that even if you don't have a full understanding, people are wondering why there's so much solidarity between black people and Palestinians. And I feel like you, you don't understand is black people and indigenous people know what Jim Crow smells like. We know, we know what this is. This is not an open air prison. This is a concentration camp where you have 2 million people completely blocked off. I found and, out, um, oh God. And that's where like, um, I'm seeing not a lot, but a few, quite a few Black people say, what does this have to do with us? It has everything to do with us. And as Black people, we usually be the first to know what it's like to, like, when it comes to genocide, colonization, ethnic cleansing, like, come on now. And Malcolm X said, he said, keep your eyes on Palestine. We've, Black revolutionary leaders and Palestinian revolutionary leaders have always worked together for the longest. When this, when the George Floyd shit happened, they were over there uh, protesting with us not only protesting with us but making sure that we because they have so much expertise in reference to protesting and then being descended upon by military tanks they were giving us all kinds of tips and tricks in order to stay alive within these protests i feel like people need to understand also that zionism and judaism are two completely different things i'm sorry when you hear zionist you need to think nationalist mm -hmm. Those are nationalists. They are trying to create an ethno state. They believe they have a right to go ahead and kill all of these people. And just so you know, when one side can turn off electricity, light, and food, and the other part, and the other side just has to figure out how to live without light, water, and food, it's not a war, guys. This is an extermination. You have a slave master with a whip who has been beating and just beating the fuck out of the slave for the longest. And the slave finally slaps the slave master. Is the slave in the wrong for doing that because violence is not the answer? And listen, a lot of people are going to get into these comment sections and try to change our words around and believe that we are, that we are supporting Hamas. I feel like when we get into the next video, you'll realize actually who created Hamas, that's one. And secondly, collective punishment judged by the Geneva Convention is a human rights violation. You don't get to punish 2 million people for what you believe a small group within that 2 million people. You don't get to kill kids because you can't find your bad guy. Do you hear what's happening? They're taking babies. And what's worse is they're taking 
pictures of things that are happening to Palestinian children and saying, please support Israel. Like those were Israeli children. No, they're showing you pictures of their victims. And that's this is the thing. This is how white supremacy works. Because imagine if this shit was flipped on its head and they said, well, you know, every white person that's in America white now, let's wipe them out because they have KKK, they have terrorist groups in America, white uh, terrorist groups in America. So why not we just do what they're doing? Imagine if that shit was flipped. But y'all like don't see it like that. No, for real, because think about it. If we were to go ahead and just say, let's say all of a sudden the power shifted and people, and, and that's the worst thing. Black black and brown people never would actually do this shit. This is what we you're would actually never do afraid that. of. This is what you're afraid of because you think that we want, like you just should be so happy all we want is equality and we ain't got time for revenge. But let's say it shifted. And let's say that we went into white communities and we started to gather them into one place because guess what? They're dangerous. They've proven that they're dangerous. Yeah. Don't shoot up schools. Isn't this, isn't, this, isn't this the demographic with all of this violence? So we're going to put you in one particular place. You can't move. You can't go out. You can't. And guess what? The Palestinians certainly do not have the history that white Europeans have. And this still would be something that is completely and totally wrong. And we decided, guess what? Now we got you all in one area because we know the KKK exists. We're going to blow up all of the white people because we got to get rid of the evil. Yeah, can't take no chances. Do you see? Do you see how crazy that sounds? But that's, but that's different now because, again, whiteness. It's, it's always, let me tell you something. If the Hunger Games had just black people in it, they would have said it was leftist socialist propaganda. I just want to let you know. And, and and I feel like what um is so upsetting about this is that when people decide to stand up for Palestine and say that this is a problem and that the only way right now, that because the Palestinians have no power, their only protest is having is having us bear witness to their death having us bear witness to their extermination. And now Israel has literally cut off the internet just to make sure they can't even do that. The little bit of videos and things that are coming out, those are miracles, you guys, because they've literally tried to have cut off the internet to the area. They've cut off water. People are going to start to die from dehydration. And listen, if they waited it out, the Palestinian people would die without any resources. They're literally hurrying it along by bombing hospitals, by telling them to go down this one particular route and then bombing the route. This is an extermination of a people that we are witnessing. And the fact that we still are looking to Black celebrities to tell us what to do, Sierra, Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer. Let me tell you something. All these people and the rest of Black Hollywood, who, by the way, is very fucking quiet because you're not going to hear them say shit because the only thing they're worried about is their fucking pocketbook. I need you to realize the difference between Black people and rich Black people. Real quick. Didn't Viola Davis say something coonish not too long ago? Not that I remember. Listen, up till up till recently, I think that was Octavia Spencer, but Octavia, uh, uh, but Octavia Butler has, uh, but Octavia Butler has had a very clean rep for me. But at the same time, I don't know. I do not know that lady. I cannot pretend to know. Like, we got to stop being disappointed. That's another thing. 
We got to stop being disappointed when we hear celebrities or fucking Obama go ahead and say some shit like, oh, let's go ahead and support Palestine and donate. Sorry, let's no. So let's go ahead and, uh, and uh, support Israel and donate to Israel, even though the American government gives them billions the B, billions of dollars a year. They still want us to donate on top of that. And this is why you would never catch me uh, falling for the vote blue no matter who or the lesser of two evil shit anymore because at the end of the day, oh, well, we got a black person up in there. They still have to assimilate to white supremacy. They still have to assimilate to imperialism. They still have to assimilate to the status quo. They're not going to, you will not see Obama go up there and say abolish the police, abolish the state, abolish private property. You're not going to hear, no president. There is no good president. He would have never got the nomination if that's what he said. Let's be real. There was never going to be someone in that White House that was actually supposed to care because they are not paid to do that. They are paid to suck lobbyist dick. That is what they are paid to do. And Obama, I feel like we forgot that when he got into office, he wanted to make sure the colonizers knew he was so big and bad that he dropped like almost 200 something bombs when he got into office. Did we forget? And this is just, this is what I'm saying, girl. Like, I, I now uh, I feel like I feel like for a lot of people, and even for myself, I remember voting in in um in 2008. Listen, I was I was I was there for this. I need y'all. I need to be very very clear that it was a a big fucking deal when Obama got that nomination. I fucking cried when he actually became president. I'm not gonna pretend that wasn't an emotional thing for black people but I have to sadly tear down the smoke and mirrors for all of us when you have to realize once they have gotten into that spot, they are owned by someone else now. Yeah. They are not here for, the, uh, for us. They are not here for the poor. They are not here for the disabled. They are not here for the intersection. But for those of us that fall within those intersections, once they have gotten to that space, they have forgotten about us. I need you to be very clear. Michael Jordan, chameleonaire, wanted to ask Michael Jordan for a picture. Michael Jordan literally said, I don't take a picture with niggers with the R on it. So let's be real. Once you get money, once you get power, your blackness is only recognized by police. Mm. Let's be very clear because that money, that dollar, that green can buy you a lot of shit. It just can't buy you protection from the cops. That's all. Speaking of police, I think I didn't. Did you see that video of um America's police are trained yes. with Israeli forces? They are, and they're Israel, using that same are training flown with us. to Israel to train with Israeli uh, military. And that, and which is another reason why I don't see, like how you said earlier, how black people, some there are some black people saying, what has this got to do with me? My love. The reason that they have the tactics that they have that they use to kill us with are the same tactics they are using to kill the Palestinians with. They're literally teaching us what to do. You're going to have to figure out what it sits are. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like it's very important for us to actually have the context because we don't. Um, and again, even though Hamas, I'm about to play a video in a second, Hamas was created by Israel. And we're going to get yep. into that this week and we're going to get into that next week. But I'm only going to play a short clip because we actually got other topics and stuff like that. And this is going to be a long one. I might as well tell you. 
yeah. that, that we because we have to talk about this like in depth. Um, but I feel like people need to understand that when you can see a genocide done to a people, and this is within your lifetime, if you live within any intersections, that can happen to you. They only had the misfortune of being born in Palestine. That was their only sin. Yeah. And to be real, the shit was stolen from them. It was really not a sin. It's just colonizes colonizing. And it's so crazy to have, after what happened to Jewish people, to have Zion, to have Zionists along with the British go ahead and decide that we're just going to kick out all of these people and decide that they don't exist anymore. And if you don't leave willingly, we'll just kill you. And they took pieces and pieces and pieces of that land until they put them on Haza and that's where they stay now in that little fucking corner of land and now they're bombing the shit out of this little corner of land because it's undesirables are you going to be surprised when they get wiped away and they go ahead and they build a uh, fucking hotels and shit mm. are we supposed to be shocked let me tell you something, just like the tragedy that happened in Hawaii, which, by the way, very different, but it's still a, a poor brown people being shafted by the rich. So uh, that's the only reason that I'm bringing it up in the first place. But let's be real. They had people who just had to bury their family, having companies call them, can we buy your house for a discount? Because, you know, it just got burned down. They haven't even buried their dead. Mm. And now, the, guess what? As soon as they can get those Native and Indigenous people out, they're going to go ahead and rebuild. And as soon as they get these Native and Indigenous people out, the Palestinians, they're just going to rebuild yeah. on top of their bodies. Black Americans, y'all really think that this ain't going to happen? All right. You so not see similarities. But anyway... Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, watch this uh, video on Hamas. And I'm telling everybody, just turn up your volume a little bit and read the captions. Love you. We're doing our best over here, okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Don't, don't they know, they know what show this is. They know you what show this is. They know what's know going that. on. You can't be upset with me, child. All right. Know what we're <laughs> All right. Try to spread information about this. So please spread this video. I'm going to show you a video that explains how Israel intentionally funded and propped up Hamas into power and why. Please, please spread this video. By empowering Sheikh Yassin and the Muslim Brotherhood, Israeli is what they could divide Palestinians play them off against each other, secular nationalists against religious Islamists. So in 1978, when Yassin wanted to officially register his Islamic Association, because of the Hamas, Israelis were only too keen to help. Yassin built and grew network of Islamist social institutions before Gaza, including schools and clubs and mosques, and Israel helped fund some of those projects. Most American politicians have no clue about any of this. Although the former Republican Congressman Ron Paul once made this point on the 
exiles. Hamas was encouraged and really started by Israel because they wanted Hamas to counteract Yasser Arafat. Arafat himself told an Italian newspaper, quote, Hamas is a creature of Israel. He even claimed that the former Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin admitted as much to him, calling it a fatal error. Now, you might be wondering, should I believe bad Ron Paul or the famously shady Yasser Arafat? Well, you don't have to. You can believe top Israeli and U.S. officials basically bound up to all this. Brigadier Yitzhak Segev, for example, who was the Israeli military governor in Gaza, later told the New York Times reporter that he helped finance the assault. The Israeli government gave me a budget for said that the military government paid for the mosques. Colonel David Hakkar, who worked in Gaza in the late 1980s as an Arab affairs expert in the Israeli military, has admitted that the original sin was the Israelis. But at the time, he had argued only for the Well, Abner Cohen did. Cohen was the Israeli official who was responsible for religious affairs in Gaza for more than two decades, and who now says, quote, Hamas, to my great regret, Israel's creation. Yes, Cohen's words. He wrote an official to Syria in the mid-1980s, warning them not to play the violent in my territory, and calling on Israel to, quote, Israel was attempting to destabilize the leftist organization, the Palestine Liberation Organization. You know, the Palestine Liberation Organization that met with Black Panther Party members in 1969. This is what happens when you bolster up right-wing extremist organizations to destabilize leftist movements. I have no words. Okay. So I think that um, it's really important to understand the inception of things, the creation of things, and to have Israel go ahead and bomb Palestine for something that is admittedly their creation I feel like people, I feel like no one is, nobody's understanding the injustice within that. I don't, I don't think they get it. It's I giving very much it. like, it's giving very much like throw your rock and hide your hand, very much taking- Paul's coming from inside the house, the three Spider-Mans like pointing at each other like- Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. Let's- yeah. You know, that, that that's, that's, but anyway, what was your, because I know that we're all learning a lot of this together. I was not as, I knew of a lot of the issues that were going on within Palestine, but I didn't know to what extent. Um, sadly, until recently, um, when I really started um, reading, and of course, whenever, I just want to let people know, whenever you're reading about disasters, I need you to start reading from the oppressed perspective. I need, because we always seem to only see through the eyes of the settler or through the eyes of the colonist mm. and never through the eyes of the colonized, which is why I feel like it's a lot of black and brown people pointing out that this is a problem. Yeah, this and is this is, and this is why they're trying to, this is why they're cutting off the internet. 
because, <laughs> and this is like, they're doing all these things, which by the way, y'all are telling on yourselves by doing that. Y'all do realize that, right? Like <laughs> you're just making it more bad for you. <laughs> I, I don't think they, I honestly don't feel like they have a clue um, uh, of what, and I, this is how, you know, also, and I just want to say shout out to the only two uh, celebrities that I know of that are actually saying something um, in support of Palestine, which is Amanda Seals um, and Kalani. Amanda Seals, first of all, I don't know why Amanda Seals gets as much hate as she as she gets. I don't know that lady. Just want to put that out there. I don't know that lady. However, um, the things that she ends up speaking on end up making sense to me. Um, and also Kelani. Uh, thank you for stop saying nigga, because we know you're not black for real. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just want to say, I'm so glad that Kelani is saying something that she actually saw. I saw a post the other day. It was just like, she was like, I am mind blown about how you feel like there are sides to this. There's people being murdered in mass. Like we're wiping out. Do you know they actually had to wipe out full names of families from the registry? 40, 50 people, a whole family gone. Mm. Gone. Do you know what it's like to have a, to have your whole family just go extinct? I Let me tell you something. I'm also hearing from Holocaust survivors who have talked about Palestine, who say that this is a slap in the face to anybody who says that they follow Judaism. To have the same kind of thing go happening to another people the same way it happened to us? You don't think there's any Palestinian Jews? There's Palestinian Christians, there's Palestinian Muslims. They all live there. And because of one group that you created, you're gonna kill everybody. Crazy. It's fucking crazy. Oh, it's fucking crazy. And it's like, where do we go from here? And we do have a video, um, right? I'm, Talking I'm, about yeah, I'm, we're, we're actually, and I just want to say big trigger warning for everybody. Um, but I'm not going to tell you to turn away because I don't think that you should because you are watching this on your phone, on your laptop, within internet, and there was food that you ate today. There was clean water that you drank today. So I'm not going to tell you to look away. But I am going to tell you to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to tell you to ignore this. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, I, I, there's not going to be any words for after what you see next. So. And by the way, side note, there is no both sides. Um, I, I keep hearing that as well. Let's not, every time sh shit like y'all did that shit with the George Floyd shit and y'all did the shit in the Civil Rights Act of 1960, both sides, no, we're not going to do that. No. <laughs> There's the oppressor and the oppressed. Who are you siding with? Period, point blank. Yeah, the rebellious who know how much this hurts and those who will someday find out. Musa has just discovered that his sister's home is in this It was the home where 30 of their relatives had come to huddle together. They had followed the advice. Go south, you'll be safe. They did. And they won. 
The farewells they never said. <laughs> <laughs> Brothers who were dawned with bleed together and survived together. One of the nurses emerges from her ward from treating strangers to find that her own young relatives were among those injured. These are my uncle's kids, she says. Dima says she woke up early this morning to make coffee for her aunt. As she was drinking it, I suddenly found myself in the rubble, she says. We are six girls and three boys. They are now all dead. A young boy is asked, who did this? Israel, he says. He's not scared. Opinions were made or cemented in the rubble this morning. Even among the young, If Israel invades, this is the fury they may face. Where we catch you guys news, Jerusalem. And by the way, um, for the people who are saying. y'all heard but i think it happened yesterday or the day before a six-year-old boy was stabbed 24 times by um the landlord and before he stabbed him he said i'm sick of palestinians i hate palestinians so it's already over here to be honest it's been over here for a very long time actually because of american propaganda so once again y'all can try to turn a blind eye to this shit all you want to you can't escape it and your president right now is on the way there, if not there already, supporting this shit, standing with this shit. But this is supposed to be a country that you're supposed to be proud to be in. I can't. And also, I'm not going to say her name, but we talked about her before on, on the TikTok lives that she's done and how sometimes she likes to tap dance. I saw a live of her talking about this shit, and that's what made me block her. Because I think you you know what I'm talking about. Starts with a C. Oh, oh, okay. She tried Heck to both. Yeah. She tried to both sides the shit, and 
it's just something about um, as soon as black people make $50,000 or more a year, y'all be saying some of the most stupidest shit I've ever heard. Um, I think what struck to me in the video was when they were looking at the three boys on the gurney and he was holding on to his brother like he was going to disappear because their parents are gone. That woman had eight, nine family members gone. Just like that. In-laws, parents, in-laws, children snuffed out. Did you really expect me to be on the side of the oppressor? And, and I just want to let you know, you centrists, you moderates, you both sides motherfuckers, a oh, lot of you crazy. liberals, a lot of times when you scratch a liberal, a fascist bleeds. I want you to understand because it don't take much for you to side with the oppressor. And you can have all the BLM um, rainbow ally shit in your bio as much as you want because when it comes down to it, when you actually see oppression, you turn a blind eye. And you don't even do the research because you don't give a fuck and you don't care because it's better for you to swallow the lies that you've been told your whole life than for you to actually fight for people who are dying. Your comfortability matters more than people's lives. White um, liberals. White liberals. I, do, I, I don't trust y'all. Y'all are no different. And... I've I've had to block a lot of motherfuckers who like, I over this shit like this whole oh really? well because I haven't posted yelling. about it yet because I haven't posted about it yet because I wanted to wait for the show to do that and to go ahead and post those clips and kind of take it from there um because I already know like it was it, it's gonna be nasty but was it bad? It's really bad. You can tell like who is just very ignorant and is very much for the status quo and who just sucks the dick of American propaganda. And unfortunately, that's a lot of a lot of Americans who just think, because again, they watch the news, watch the news. And it's really consumed a lot of y'all. I had to, and that just tells me how y'all politic is as well. Mm -hmm. This whole both sides and violence is the answer. Do you know what soil you live on? Talking about violence, I can't. <laughs> you know, I've heard a lot of excuses like in reference to, well, guess what? There are Israeli people were living there like 4,000 years ago. Um, The Moors uh, used to live in Spain. Does that mean that people who are descendants of the Moors should go over and bomb Spain because they used to live there? Is that an excuse to go ahead and kill a million people? You gave them a way out. You tricked all these people into murdering them. You wanted to bottleneck them like they were animals. You herded them like cattle. And then you just dropped a bomb. And then, and then you want to call us the savages? The Palestinians are the savages. The indigenous people are the savages. The Africans are the savages. This it kind of reminds me of like when they told all of the Jews, like, oh, we're, we're just going to take y'all, herd them all to the showers. Oh, it's just a shower when it wasn't, and they killed them all in the fucking gas chambers. 
<laughs> but y'all want to say oh it's not Houston happened in the holocaust i'm telling you holocaust survivors and their descendants are not down with this they are not okay with this and they are making their voice known when we do a part two we're going to make sure we gather some the, some of those videos as well we're not just screaming out into the void People who actually who actually follow Judaism are telling you that Zionists are nationalists and they are dangerous. Period. Yeah, and once again, I really want more Black Americans who are saying, "What well, this ain't got to do with me." You still building all these cop cities everywhere nationwide. I really y'all don't think when I need y'all to wake up. <laughs> L listen, um. And like I said, this is going to be an ongoing conversation because this is an ongoing war. This is what I'm going to call that now. This is an ongoing war. And this is not a, this is a war on indigenous people. This is a war on indigenous people. And we are watching a genocide happen. I feel like war connotates that both sides have some power, which is why sometimes I don't want to use the word war because but sometimes I feel like I just don't have another word for it. But this is a war on indigenous people who have done nothing but exist. That's it. Okay. So we're going to shift gears a little because a lot of people are wondering, now that I have all this information, what can I do? What am I as one singular person supposed to be able to do? And I wanna let you know that that helpless feeling that you have is something that is designed. They need you to feel helpless so that you won't do anything. They need you to feel like by time you come to the table that the, that the battle's already lost. They want us to come in defeated. We can still do something because we are the reason that any of these companies exist. I need you to hear me and hear me well. We are the reason that any of these companies exist. We're the reason that they're still in business. We're the reason they get money. We're the reason that they run, period. So I want you to know that with just our pocketbooks, we can, make, we can send them a message. So I want to go ahead and make sure I... Um, uh, play that video for you right quick because I think that's very important for you to hear as well because it's not just us screaming into the void there's something we can actually do if you're one of those people who've been like how can I help what can I do here's how you can help first of all go follow Sincerely AWA because their coverage on the topic of Palestine has been amazing and they have been doing a great job sending a call to action for how to respond which brings me to how we're going to respond we are boycotting McDonald's and Starbucks those main two companies. We want them to hurt and to know that if they finance a genocide, we are going to hit their pockets. This is one way we can use our power. You do not understand the corporate greed that is behind this genocide. This all comes down to money and assets in the Middle East. So let's hit them where it hurts, the pockets. Until the end of the year, we are no longer financially supporting McDonald's and Starbucks. You can sacrifice your McChicken, you can sacrifice your matcha latte. Enough is enough. And this is how we can fight. I've seen too many blue check content creators remain silent on this topic. Just a reminder, if you are silent, you are part of the problem. You have taken the side of the oppressor and you have empowered their movement. Shame on you all. If you have a platform, even if you don't have a platform, because anyone can go viral on this app, all you have to do, post a video, tell people we are boycotting McDonald's and Starbucks. Let people know, spread the word, use your platform. Don't just repost the videos because that doesn't get as much traction as when many people are making videos on a topic. 
this can work. This can have an impact. If we all agree, we need to start using this app for how powerful of a tool it is. We can unite and make change. We can literally shape our society through this app. Let's start. Take action and don't remain silent in the face of oppression. Remember, we are the voices of the Palestinian people right now. So don't remain silent. You know, I'm, I'm currently, um, I don't know if you saw that video I did on TikTok. <laughs> I'm currently deleting a video I did on TikTok because I was high as fuck and just ordered some McDonald's cookies. <laughs> so, so this is very ironic and perfect timing. Let me go ahead and, you know. Yeah, we can, we can get rid of that. But I, and I just want to let y'all know, listen, this is a very new thing. So if you just ordered a McChicken, do not feel guilty right now. You just heard the information now. So I need you all to get together. Fuck Starbucks and fuck McDonald's. Because Let me tell you something. I bet you a I bet you uh ten dollars these white folks are not gonna stop going to Starbucks. You know, Starbucks is like their blood. But, but you know, let's come on, like listen, not gonna white stop. girls talk about pumpkin spice, you would think there's an actual dick in there. So I understand, <laughs> I, I I get it. I really, I really do need the cardigan uh girlies to do me a favor <laughs> and I need you to stop drinking Starbucks and stop eating a McDonald's. And, uh, and listen, they only said up to a year. I can be done with those companies forever. That's me. I, 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 I listen, I never really got into Starbucks and I'm just like, I just spent $12 on a cup. Like that's, that's hard for me to put together. And then McDonald's is just like, that's just, that's just a killer in a sandwich. So I, I I have no issues getting rid of either of those things. But for those of you, those of you who are a little bit addicted, like the video said, you can go without your matcha latte. You can go without your McChicken. We are talking about people's lives here. And this is a way we can actually change the, we can actually swing the pendulum. We can perpetuate a change if we all get together and do this. So I'm just really hoping that everybody is listening to this part of the video. If I've ever said anything in life, I didn't listen to this. We need to boycott both of these companies because people are dying. And by time we come back for another show, I don't even want to know what the death toll will be because that was 500 in a day. We've dropped 6,000 bombs. We can't. Even, we have no idea how many people have died. This this election. <laughs> trying to be gone. I'm trying to be gone by the election. I'm trying to be gone. I'm trying to be gone by next year. By next yeah. fall. I'm trying. I'm trying to make sure that me and Aaron is having these conversations from somewhere in like Ecuador, uh, Mexico, uh, somewhere away from this, so we can have a chance to think. Okay. Oh. I'm just the fact that it's like, gonna be bad because let me tell you something. Trump just put out a tweet the other day that said that he wants to lend his support to Palestine, and that's the reason he's going to be the next president. I guess that's right. what's going to make him win because that motherfucker may be a dumbass, but he's a clever one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Listen, I don't know who he paying because I feel like that nigga just got like uh, McDonald's burger meat in his mind. But it, I feel like honestly, whoever he paying is oh oh he making his. He making his money. And right then now. he knows that um, he's trying to get some more young white voters as well. And that's why he said that too. And they're going to vote for him because whiteness comes first in their eyes. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I also, I, and before we move on to the next topic, 
because we are, and we're just so you know, if anybody's going to be upset that we're spending a while on this, you're going to have to suck a whole lot of literally it. Suck my ass to a skinny straw. Big veiny cock. You know how much I hate that word. <laughs> hey. I want you to suck big veiny cock. Okay, because this is going to be the next few episodes. Can lick my taint. Yes, that little yeah, that little part of the gooch. Yes, yes, <laughs> lick the gooch. Um, and one and before we uh, move on, the one thing that I do want to say is that um, I have to have a special segment just for Black Christians. I, I, um, and I also want um, Jewish people to hear this part very well. This is why the Christians actually support Israel. It's not for what you think. <laughs> they don't just like, oh my God, love you guys. That's not what's happening. Okay. So um, for black Christians, the fact that you are being led by the nose so blindly within every kind, within every church congregation, talking about we need to support Israel is really disgusting, especially for black for black church members. Of all the church members, black church members. And you got people because they're not even willing to go ahead and read something on the topic. They're just willing to take whatever pastor's dick says. It's, it's, I'm not, I cannot do this with you. I can't have conversations with y'all. And you don't even know how predatory and dangerous it is, is what people are saying at the pulpit. Now, Jewish people, the reason why I want you to listen to what I'm saying very quite closely, because like, come on in. So the reason why the Christians... They want so badly for Israel to be exactly who Israel needs to be, right? They need to have their own state. They need to make sure that we support them with money because when Jesus comes back, he's going to kill all the Jews. And the only way for Jesus to come back is for this Israel state to be a thing because that's what's going to unset the rapture. Do you hear the craziness? Because remember, Jewish people don't believe in Jesus. So that means you're going to hell. Do you see? Do you, do you, do you, do you see? So when Christians are like, oh my goodness, I have to support Israel. I don't even know if black people know like what this really means. Your blind support of Israel. Like, do they know that part? No, they don't. They're just doing it because, oh my God, stay prayed up and God is good all the time. Like they don't really know what the fuck, like this is hurting. This hurts y'all. Christianity in general hurts oh. black and, and, and it sucks because as a person who who practices African spirituality, I pray all the time. I pray all the time. I talk to my ancestors all the time. My, listen, my spirit because I I have to in order to keep myself See, grounded. But, that is but yours is yours is different. Theirs is to oppress. Right, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, yours and theirs are not the same. They will look at you. It really isn't because we're just like anybody who's not like us has to die. And I'm just like, or they're just not like us. I don't know. Like it's. <laughs> it, it's it's oh my goodness i just want people to understand the reason why evangelical christians are so um obsessed with this movement and making sure to call anybody an anti-semite who does not agree with them is because they are trying to bring on the onset of the rapture and for the onset of the rapture to happen israel needs to be a sovereign state just, like just like it it Oh my God, like, how do you, oh my God, how do you side with people who want to kill you? Like, all the time, all the time, whatever. Anyway, uh, like, I just wanted to make sure that I put that out there before we move on to 
our next topic. And like I said, this is not going to be the last time we talk about this. This is going to be an ongoing conversation because this is an ongoing thing. Um, and I just want to say, um, do you think we will ever get rid of? Do you think black people are ever going to let go of Christianity, like ever? Because clearly, it's not. <laughs> I I feel honestly, I feel like. I don't think that we'll lose it completely, but I feel like we're going to severely diminish its power because that's the reason why they are trying to be with the young people and, and hiring TikTokers for their churches and stuff because they know that they're losing us. We are seeing the bullshit and we're leaving in droves, especially black queer people. A lot of black people who are reading more are doing it. There's a lot, like listen, even people who are Filipino, are, are, are like, why are we Christian? Why are we Catholic? Well, so Spain did a thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's like a lot of us are waking up to what colonization really means for us and what we were actually stripped away from. Like, Mexican people are very Catholic. Like, they had... Uh, they had so many different gods and a beautiful, uh, a beautiful history that was completely erased because they're like, oh, they're savages. The savages bathed and they didn't, but whatever, <laughs> savages, right? So I, I just really, and I also just want to say my heart goes out to everybody for, uh, for, for all of the Pal Palestinian people. I am not going to give you my prayers and condolences. I am going to give you my action. I am going to do whatever I can in my space, in my own little bubble of what I can do, I'm going to do it. And honestly, divesting is not that hard, guys. Just don't buy it. Honestly. No one's asking you to go without food and water. No one's asking you to go without gas. No one's asking you to go pick up your children's body parts. No one's asking you to do that. Divesting literally saves you money. There was um another uh, thing happening I saw on TikTok. Um, the they say every every Wednesday, y'all, don't spend any money. Don't boost this account. Like you can go one day a week. I know y'all can. Every Wednesday. Buy what you want on Tuesday to make sure you ain't gotta buy them on Wednesday. And you can continue buying shit on Thursday. It is not that hard. It it's is not that not hard. That hard. Go not, to the dispensary the day before. Go, listen. And y'all may not think that it's going to happen. It's going to hurt because every Wednesday, y'all don't we don't buy shit. It's true. It's going to fuck some shit up. It's true. It's true. And I feel like we need to understand that as helpless as we feel, again, that is designed. They want us to feel helpless. They want us to feel like we can't do anything. But let me tell you something. Once we as a people decide on one thing, one thing, let me tell you something. I just found this out and I was going to play the video, but we got all kinds of topics in this thing anyway. Um, but I did not realize that in Asian countries, I believe it was South Korea, no sex, no babies, no nothing. They have a whole protest. They are changing the economy by not fucking, by all deciding we not fucking. It is amazing. I'm here for it. So much so that they say, bitch, please fuck. We will pay you to have more babies. They're it's trying enough. to give her more money like a stipend for having babies, and they're just like, <laughs> that's not what we asked for. I don't I don't think you're listening to what we said. Listen, <laughs> no, no, for real. And, and my whole thing is if they and this is something that is huge, but honestly, it's just coming up one mind for one thing. 
we can all be lesbians for a year. I, I, I know I'm good at what I do. Let's think about it like this. Me and my fingers will be just fine. Do you know what I'm saying? And we can all like have a party and then we have like the like the remote control stuff. And then we, well, you know what? Never mind. But anyway, <laughs> I, it's doable is what I'm saying. I'm saying it's doable. And I'm just saying that for little things that we decide that we're just not going to put up with, that we're just not going to do. Like if we decided nobody's going to work until the gas goes down, gas would be 98 cents a barrel. Oh, absolutely. But so quickly. That's the thing. Like when people say, oh, my God, inflation. Oh, my God. Why do eggs cost $12? Because y'all keep buying it. Because we, because we feel like we don't have a choice. Because guess what? One person decides not to buy. They don't do nothing. Why do you think we still buy? Because we know that if we don't, we just going without eggs. But if we decide to get together, we not buying this shit until it gets to a certain price. Then we but can unfortunately, make a like, Unfortunately, since, again, America is a capitalist country and it's very big on individualism we're not going to get to that point that's why you are not trying to get the fuck out of here because people are not mad enough people are still thinking about individualism it's true it's true it's true and we have like you said these anchors of oh gotta have kids and like it's yeah I, i'm sorry i think i don't i don't i'm i hate to sound negative but that economy is different than ours. <laughs> well, I will I will say this. I feel like I do have a little bit of hope because I'm finally seeing people come of one mind. Like even with the Palestinian thing, this wasn't something that was going to happen in 2015. Oh, this, yeah. it, this was not, it wasn't. But us collectively coming together and especially those of them who couldn't do shit in 2015 who are adults now in 2023, I do see a change that can possibly happen. I do, but that's what I'm saying. We have we can start small and still make a huge dent. I'm not asking all y'all to go without something. I'll because I didn't say no burgers. I, other things exist, nigga. Be inventive. Oh, that's the thing. Like and plus, like we as we know, revolutions can take years. It doesn't happen overnight. So Ever. baby steps. Exactly. Let's just decide McDonald's and Starbucks can stop my veiny cock. That's it. That's it. That's all. And I'm telling you, I'm looking at people with judgy eyes. When I see any Starbucks or any McDonald's, I'm be looking at you fucked up. I want to let you know. Girl, I already know. I already know these white folks are gonna um, go straight to Starbucks. They like they they're not gonna stop just so it. they can support fucking adversarial asses. Okay. Anyway, uh, so let's go ahead and move on. Like I said, this will be an ongoing conversation. But let's go ahead and move on because I didn't realize that you would put this on the dock. So I'm going to go ahead and let you take it. Yes, let me pull up this article. So as you know, um, me and Sid have talked about this before. Um, transphobia hurts everyone. Not just trans people, but it hurts literally everybody, especially if you are a, a cis Black woman. Um, in New York, this happened a few days ago, in New York City, even, a Staten Island woman buying some pot from a local deli got into a misunderstanding with the cashier, who, and then the cashier ended up macing her, dragging her outside by her hair, and kicking her in the head because she thought she was trans. She was not trans, y'all, by the way. This was a cis woman. So it just, it's mind-boggling to me Um when I hear, oh, well, at the end of the day, 
I'm a real woman. Well, we know it's never been about being a quote unquote real woman, because if you are not what society deems as feminine to the eyes of men, if you are not what is required to make these men feel validated as men, you can still get clocked. You can still get harassed. <laughs> I can still be called. So I can people. Somebody can't can look at me and be like, I feel like you're a man. There, there was a black woman, a cisgendered black woman who just died. A white supremacist killed her because she because he thought she was a trans woman and she was cisgendered, which is why I will never understand why black women feel so comfortable when uh, a cis black women feel so comfortable being transphobic. When my love, you can get clocked too. Michelle Obama was clocked. Serena Williams was clocked. Sierra was clocked. Stop pretending it can't happen to you. I'm naming all cisgendered black women. And there was actual things going on, like something else, like you have to have a penis. It's amazing to me, like the bigotry is not going to save you. Like I said, if you do not meet the societal standards of like feminine energy, they like, they you can get clawed. That's so, under the eyes of patriarchy, it doesn't give a fuck what type of woman you are, whether you are cis or trans. And I think it's really important that we have these types of of conversations because I feel like women are dying, whether they be cis or trans, especially black women, whether they be cis or trans, are disappearing and dying at ridiculously high rates. And your transphobia is perpetuating that to continue to happen because they're saying, guess what? If you, a black woman, can agree with transphobia when I, not a black woman, decides that you're trans and I kill you for it, then that means that you're okay with it, right? They will take your silence as agreeance. They're going to say you liked it. Yeah. And that's another thing. And a lot of y'all cis women be with these men who are transphobic and think that that's not going to play into misogyny. <laughs> like you being with this man who is transphobic and homophobic. And then you wonder, <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't I don't know what happened. I don't understand why don't he know. said that women should always be in the kitchen. I don't <laughs> understand why he said that I should lick his boss when he comes home and call him Kang. I don't know what happened. Like, well, he was totally okay calling your gay friend the F word. So this was a progression that you should have seen coming, but it wasn't at you yet. So you didn't really think about it. It didn't affect you yet. Now it affects you and now it's a problem. Trans misogyny. Ah! Um. But yeah, I didn't, that's really much all I had to say about that. Um, if you're going to say protect black women, that includes the trans ones as well. Um, I don't know why that keeps going over y'all's head. It's giving you don't really, you pick and choose which type of women matters. And then you wonder why you can't make any progress. And and that is because you don't realize that protecting Black trans women just protects Black women. And to be honest, it should start because if you can protect Black trans women, who is like, on the bottom the very bottom why would you not think i don't know it's i can't put it into words right now because i'm i'm low-key still upset about this whole situation yes. but this it's it's a good thing to see like 
it's like a lot of people have in their heads that we have to have some people hurting to make so that in yes. order for us to do good. Yes. I don't know where that fuck came, where that shit came from. And, and honestly, I feel like where that shit came from, I think it was Aristotle that said it's only natural for the strong to exploit the weak. I think when that is the philosophers that you have um upheld in this society then obviously like exploiting someone who's weak is just natural exploiting someone who's just weak hey it's a it's a dog eat dog world it's supposed to be like they give you all of these things as to why it's okay for people to be at the bottom and to be treated as such I f it was the scene on pose um with blanca and damon and they were uh some gay men were being transphobic. The white gays were being transphobic mm -hmm. to um her. And then she told Damon, everyone, I forgot what she said, everyone has to be superior. Everyone wants superior. What did Every, she say? You everybody know has to be superior to somebody. Everybody has got to be superior to somebody. Yeah. It's so true. Everybody has got to be superior to somebody in order for them to feel good about themselves. Same thing when it comes to cisgendered black women, to trans women, to trans women. Same thing with black men, to black women. Same thing with white men, to to black men. If everybody got to feel like they're on top of somebody, that's what it feels like. In order for you to be okay, or in order for you to feel validated in who you are, is the way that you tear down somebody else's identity is the only way that you can be who you are. And it is, um, it's really sad that this is what we're doing and this is what we're dealing with, um, especially when this rhetoric turns into body bags. They think we just upset because you calling us names. No, that's the beginning. It starts as rhetoric. It ends with a grave. Yeah. In my case, it started with insults, rhetoric, calling me faggot. What the fuck is that? And then next thing you know, me and my friend get jumped. Like so, natural progression. If you ever have a violent man and he's <laughs> punching holes in the wall by your head, it's because he wants to hit you, baby. Hmm. Let's be real. <laughs> it, it, it's a progression. It starts as insults. Then it's throwing things. Then it's breaking shit. Then it's holes in the wall. Then it's holes in you. Yep. Oh, I think it's so cute. Like, he put his gun out. That means he really loved me. Like, that means he really loved me. He crazy about me. <laughs> I need twice if you need help. Y'all need therapy. I need y'all to get into therapy to know what is love and what is not love. And I understand that you may have bro uh, grown up in a home where dysfunction was all you knew, but my love, we got to read books as adults, but go ahead. Ugh. But that's all I wanted to say. Um, none of us are free until all of us are free. Um, which is, and to be honest, it doesn't seem like y'all really want freedom like that. Y'all just want privilege. Um, Y'all not serious people. Moving on. So Usher is to headline the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, now, here's the thing. The reason I want to talk about this is really to talk about, like, are y'all going to watch the NFL halftime show, Black people? And we know the anti-Blackness that resides in the NFL. Is the NFL and, supporting Israel? Because I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yes, they are. The NFL is supporting Israel. Yes. And then I, I saw one, I saw one football player. Wait, the Vikings is in the NFL, right? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> My gas. <laughs> um, I know sports. Um, <laughs> he put out for every kick, for every field goal, I'm going to send money to Israel as if, once again, America does not give Israel $3.8 billion every fucking year. But um, oh, yeah, a lot of NFL, God. a lot of NFL players are coming out and saying shit like that. So, but, um, and I'm pretty sure because the NFL is such a, I'm pretty sure the NBA would be doing it too. Oh, by the way, I didn't know LeBron James was also showing his support for Israel. So it's just, it's just whatever. So, um, listen, I, I'm not gonna be what I don't want. See, for people like you and I who don't watch sports in the first place. And when I did watch sports, it was because I was hoping that wasn't a cup. I, I was hoping it was holding something. Like I didn't know that it was a piece of plastic inside there. I was like, that's no fun. So, so, <laughs> so then I'm like, oh, well, I guess you got to guard that shit. So you don't want to die or, you know, pass out or whatever. Um, like I was there for the tight pants, just like in the basketball. I like watching the old basketball when they did the booty shorts until somebody was like, I'm sick of being objectified. Whatever. That's the that's the thing. I'm only if I'm watching anything, it's wrestling because I'm just trying to see some prints and some men sweaty men on top of each other. That's, I'll you know watch that. Like, yes, watch the yeah. UFC. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, like, <laughs> like that's the only reason. That's really the only. So it's not gonna hurt me to not watch sports. I catch but, um, the halftime show on TikTok any damn way, and that was when when Rihanna was doing it. You think I was watching the halftime show? That's just like it's crazy. But I wonder, Black people on a whole, for those of them who have decided to stand with Palestine, because I don't give a fuck about the rest of them. They can, they can go to hell. Uh, for those of us that decided to stand with Palestine, are you going to be watching the halftime show? The sports fans, the people who actually like this shit, are you going to be watching? A lot of Black people are going to still watch it, especially now that Jay-Z, the performative revolutionary, has um him Rock Nation has partnered with the NFL to get more black artists to perform for the halftime show so that we that way we can stop talking about the bullshit with Colin Kaepernick and all this other stuff and the anti-blackness that resides in the NFL. So that's why like, have a job. I don't he still doesn't have them. Yeah, Colin Kaepernick is still jobless, right? Yeah. So how was Jay? Okay, you know what? I <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just think I, gymnastics. It's like the pattern keeps going, like shit happens and it's like, oh my God, well, we gotta do something. It's gonna take some real sacrifices to see change. Mm -hmm. And and the, the NFL knows that. That's where they got Jay-Z's ass. Yeah. Oh, we got Jay-Z to partner and give them all this money to get all these more black artists to keep you know, I guess keep the peace between the blacks and the whites. That oh my god. <laughs> but this should be the same person who says um capitalism is like calling me a capitalist is like calling me the n-word. So um please, I'm trying. It is so hard to know that that happened. It's so hard to know that a man who I know speaks and writes good English actually said that to people with ears that hurts me because I never liked Jay-Z but I believe that he had like some scruples 
And to find out he's not, he's got no scruples or morals whatsoever because that was some shit you said out loud is insane. Because the worst part is there are stupid ass men who are listening to Jay-Z like everything he says is gold. Didn't you hear the thing? Oh, $5 million or a dinner with Jay-Z? Yeah, I, I, I heard about that. My, and... my nigga. <sighs> we need more black, black entrepreneurs and black billionaires. Because that's supposed to help you how? Y'all really think this trickle-down shit works and... That's My nigga, crazy. you're a CNA. How does him making money do anything for you? That could be me someday. Nigga, how? You know what? Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. But yeah, um, long story short, I just think it's interesting. Um, I do like Usher. I would not be watching it. If anything, I would like wait till it comes on YouTube and make sure it's not on the NFL YouTube channel when I watch yeah, the like show. Like TikTok, just waiting for people to go yeah. on there. Um. Yeah, because the NFL is so anti-black. It's it's ooh, it's even college football. It's anti-blackness is everywhere, girl. And when you think about it, it's everywhere. Even in basketball, I feel like I saw something with Dwayne Wade in it where he was just like, I guess he was going through um, a part in Africa where the slave trade actually happened and it was actually marked and, and verified. And he's walking through that space and he was actually comparing it to being in basketball and being and being drafted. And he was saying, people would look at me because I've got long arms and I have a lot of muscle and I can do all of this. The same things that made me an asset in the NBA were the same thing that would have kept me a slave. Mm. And I was just like, do you see the difference? And also just remember, they call the white people owners of these teams. They're called yep. owners. That's Same it, option. I'm done. Slave auction. <laughs> Lift your balls and show me your teeth. No, let me stop. So, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, uh, the, so the the next topic that I want to make sure that we uh, go over. Oh my goodness! First, let me get your thoughts on the Jada and Will debacle once again. So, where do what do you what do you think? I haven't heard too much about it. All I heard was that apparently they've been separated since 2016. Yeah, seven years. And it just goes to, it just makes me think about like the pressure of like the idea of marriage and stuff and how people like are so worried about the image of marriage and like, well, we can't, I feel like a lot of people are in marriages that are just not good and are just staying in it because they have guess, to, because it looks they like have it. to. That's what I think about it. <laughs> I mean, and, and to be honest, I think uh, two things that because we've got to stop looking at like what we feel like black love is. And I feel like we also have to understand black men in Hollywood. The really successful, highest grossing ones have black wives, black wives that they show around Denzel Washington, Samuel Jackson, Will Smith, etc. Now there's a lot of old school black uh, black um, actors and um, actors and actresses, yeah, uh, like James Earl Jones and Sidney Poitier, who had white women that they hid. 
Like they mm-hmm. didn't come out with them. Because <laughs> guess what? It's black women who are basically paying your bills. It's black women who are paying to see your movies. It's black women who are doing whatever. Okay. So my theory is that um, I think that he absolutely does love Jada because I don't know what else that is. Because they were separated when he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock's mouth. Right? Which I still stand by. Oh, listen, if you're looking for an apology for that show, I think that's true. I feel like, first of all, it makes you mad that he still loves his wife that much, even though separated. That's first off. And then secondly, my second thing was, is it love or is it ego? Because I was, because I, uh, listen, because I found out that while they were separated, I thought this happened back in the 90s. No, while they were separated in the last seven years, Chris Rock decided to shoot his shot. The one you want to be calling Baldy all the time. You wanted to see what else was bald. Okay, he wanted to go in, he wanted to get with Jada Pinkett, and she was just like, Oh, this is odd, and just kind of moved about a business. And I, and let me tell you something I feel like Will Smith, knowing that, and then the fact that you get on stage and talk shit about her alopecia, right? I feel like th- those culminated. I feel like it was more of an ownership thing that's going to keep you, my wife's name out your mouth. Think about that sentence like that was an ownership sentence, like the words have a lot to do my wife mm-hmm. property and it's like so is the protection of black women genuine or is it just for the ego do you know what i'm saying so i feel like that's something to dissect right okay um but but i do think that it's something that should be talked about but on the surface this man is separated from his wife and you still don't get to talk shit about her he's still she's still the mother of his kids you still don't get to talk shit even if he's divorced I'm sorry, I respect it. I, I I feel like I can do nothing but respect it. And that's the truth. Because if I really love someone and we're just not making it in that space, it doesn't mean I don't love that person no more. And it certainly don't mean that you can go and say whatever the fuck you want about that person to me. Especially since Chris Rock had a history of trying the fuck out of both of them. Period. Um, now, Jada. Because, you know, we're going to listen to this, but I do want to make sure I put this out there because uh, I, I feel like it should be said. When it comes to the whole entanglement thing, because I didn't really want to talk about this shit, but when it comes to the whole entanglement thing, right? First off, August Alcina was the one who wanted to talk about this, not her. Secondly, where I see fault in Jada Pinkett is the fact that August Alcina was her son's friend. And even though it was legal, doesn't mean it wasn't slightly predatory or that she didn't take advantage in a way where, cause he was going through a lot, you know what I'm saying? And I think Jada just wanted to get some dick because I saw that nigga, he beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying I could not also have been tempted. However, the yeah. thing would have been a thing for me. It really <laughs> would have been, but I feel like she was just in a, but this is the thing. I don't want to make excuses for that particular thing because I don't think that that was okay. I don't. I know that men do it all the time, but it still doesn't make it okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, now, do I think it was all out predatory and she was trying to... I don't. I, I don't. I, I want to say that I don't. I feel like that this was an issue. And I feel like that this should have... Her as a 40-something-year-old woman, what the, what the fuck are you doing, lady? Yes. That was the one and only thing Jada Pinkett Smith has done wrong in this situation. I'm sorry. That's it. That's all. I, I, I yeah, don't, and I don't like it. The fact that he was going through a lot and she got together with him, but also at the same time, we still got Leonardo DiCaprio running around like it ain't nobody's business. And it's certainly not a problem that he only goes out with people who have just graduated. 
Girl. Just want to put that out there. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and play this video because I think that we are just, to be real, I think that the whole Jada Pinkett and Will Smith thing, I really truly do believe that this should be a feminist class. This should be something that's studied because, because Will Smith, in his own book, said, I was an egotistical, narcissistic asshole. And they're like, oh my God, that Jezebel bald bitch. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what happens. We're just like, oh my goodness, fucking Jada. Like, because she talks about uh, Tupac, and because, and because, and let me tell you something. I don't feel like her talking about Tupac is that big of a deal, not for me. He's dead. I know not all of us believe that. But let's pretend from what's I verified. Think he's in Cuba. You niggas think he's in Cuba. Please don't. <laughs> he's not around right now, currently, from what we see with our eyes, right? Okay. So let's be honest. It, she and just so you know, like a lot of she said that Tupac was her soulmate and he ended up dying, right? I feel like any person who has like a, has led a life like that gets to speak on their experiences. I feel it's very weird that we get to go ahead and pull apart her experiences just because she's speaking on them. We didn't say nothing when Will Smith was tugging bitches down on the red carpet. We wasn't saying anything when he was fucking Margot Robbie. We weren't saying anything. Like, like it's all very misogynistic because we only seem to care about what she does. And we make it, we infantilize Will. We make him sound like he's just this poor baby who is being stepped on continually by this five foot tall woman. Right. Massage the warriors all it is. But yeah, and I, I, and last thing I say before I go ahead and I play this video, I think that it's uh really disgusting the fact that I cannot go on TikTok, I cannot I can't go I can't go on any social media without seeing all of your fucking think pieces about how she's a narcissist, how she's only uh, that how she's betraying Will, all of the memes. Like uh, she said that she uh, hated all of Will's movies and she only wanted to listen to Tupac while fucking. And just like, you guys just think really <laughs> crazy shit just to say it. And it's really sad because the only thing she's doing is defending herself and speaking her truth. And for her being a black woman, that's just enough. Mm. Just want to make sure I put that out there, cause good guy, y'all don't have seem to have any type of motherfucking coup. That's the truth. Oh lord, this is the result of no NDA. Now Jada doing tell on after tell on, cause she's tired of being the villain. Yo, the vilification of Jada Pinkett Smith, I am now realizing, is so incredibly crazy. And I'm not gonna lie, I did it too. I fully was like, why the fuck should she keep talking about the shit? Because she embarrassed her ass. I said that in the first video I posted. Because she's defending herself. Now, also sorry, my voice is hella gone, as you can tell. Jada Pinkett Smith was unhappy in her marriage, and her husband didn't give a fuck. I'm not getting this from nowhere. He said it on the Red Table Talk. Let's run the clip. She is an actress, but she had two babies, and she had to be home to raise her babies. While I got to do everything I wanted to do, uh -huh. she was sacrificing herself to fit my picture. Right. And my life wasn't really interrupted uh -huh. in the least, right? And I think that was the 
if, if there were an individual most poisonous aspect of our relationship in the past is I felt that money and winning made a good relationship. Yeah. We're succeeding in the world. That means our relationship is good. And I was saying to him, I would go, well, throw away everything that's happening in the outside world. Your career, everything. And it's just me and you on, a, on an island. And what do we have? And I was like, we have an island. <laughs> and it was like, I so didn't comprehend that. So me and you on an island, what do we have? Not only did I not understand, I didn't care. I was unaware of what it meant to truly connect with somebody. I've been trying to live up to an expectation for will. Yeah. And you, know? you were trapped in a life that you didn't build. You were trapped in a life you didn't build. And your husband was on red carpets kissing bitches in the mouth and having multiple affairs, allegedly. Okay. So, woman was unhappy in her marriage. Clearly. <laughs> Did he change? No. He said, I'm done. I'm tired. I can't make you happy. Let's open the marriage up. These are his words. Let's be clear. We didn't speak for Los Angeles. We didn't speak for a few days after we got home. Our marriage wasn't working. We could no longer pretend. We were both miserable. And clearly something had to change. I retired, I said. I retired from trying to make you happy. You are free. You need to go make yourself happy and prove to me that it's even possible. But I quit. You go to you, and I'm going to go to me. Oh, oh, oh. But there's more. It's her responsibility to make her happy, and then we're going to come together and build on that happiness. Will Smith is continuing to get candid about his marriage to Jada Pinkett Smith. The 53-year-old actor is featured in a new cover story for GQ and discusses the revelations in his upcoming memoir titled Will. The Philadelphia native revealed that Jada was not the only one engaging in other relationships outside of their marriage. He explains, quote, We have given each other trust and freedom, with the belief that everybody has to find their own way, and marriage for us can't be a prison, and I don't suggest our road for anybody. I don't suggest this road for anybody, but the experiences and the freedom that we've given one another and the unconditional support, to me, is the highest definition of love. Anything that I need to make myself happy, I will present that to my wife that I need that to be happy. Divorce is not an option. We don't need it. So we can figure out how to be happy. The Independence Day star also touches on his fantasies involving other women and candidly discusses working with an intimacy coach. Will's greatest desire in the world? To have a harem of girlfriends. Specifically, Will names Misty Copeland and Halle Berry. So, what does this all mean? It means you have a woman, a black woman, who is living the life her husband set up, the life that's not her own. She's unhappy. He tell her, okay, well, let's just have an open marriage. Now let's get a divorce and live separate lives. He's clearly said, I don't believe in divorce. We're not going to get a divorce. She is moving within the constructs of her marriage appropriately. Okay? And because she's moving within the constructs of her marriage, now she'll ball head scallywag and got a hair in the back. 
how that work? I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and they were like, um, why are you doing videos on Golden Jade? I was like, yeah. And then he goes, oh, well, she's awful. She's awful. And I was like, well, he was cheating first. And he immediately goes, oh, but they have an open marriage, right? See, this is what I'm talking about. Why is it he's an open marriage, but she is an unfit wife and a low vibrational woman, and she's evil and all these things. Misogyny. Misogyny is kicking our asses. We couldn't see her. This nigga was getting jiggy with it with everybody, and we didn't see the shit. He said out of his mouth, I've been out here fucking. He said he wanted him. And we was like, but Jada, what is Jada wrong? For August Alcina, a thousand percent. For two reasons, again, I'll reiterate this. It was her son, friend. He went for her to help, and he didn't sign an NDA. <laughs> so it's three reasons, three reasons. But I feel like we need to view this woman with more empathy and not be so harsh on her for just sharing her experience. Just because she said it in a way he might not like it, she's not dancing and staying and she's not getting genuine while she's saying it, doesn't mean she's wrong. A lot of y'all was talking about Tupac. Why is she talking about Tupac? Nigga, that was her best friend. That was her best friend. He passed away. Y'all niggas got, still got R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle in your Instagram bio. He ain't never met the nigga. What are you talking about? Nigga, what's going on in It's crazy. Anything that Jada do is just so like villainized. All I'm saying is, <clears throat> I implore you my big place <laughs> to look at it from a different perspective. That's all I'm saying. I'm but 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 Listen. Um as far as I'm concerned, she ain't say nothing but the truth. Okay. And also to the listeners, uh <laughs> yes, that was a, a seven-minute video. But it was the truth. And also, y'all can fast forward that shit if y'all wanted to. But yes. And to be honest, I really hope you don't fast forward the shit because it's like a lot of people seem to not have put it together. That Will Smith been doing his own thing for a very long fucking time. And very, I'm just, very long time. And the fact that we are still in this space of just like, no matter what he does, that Jada bitch. Y'all gotta stop. And just like she said, you still got Nipsey Hustle in your fucking bio. And you and ain't met this know. man. <laughs> just doing it. Same for like this free Tory shit. Like, y'all y'all just sound so stupid. They still seen it, by the way. Anytime Meg post a video, they're like, free Tory. <laughs> free Tory like, hairline. Free that shit first. See if that can come back up from the back of his head and see if he can reach his forehead for a second. But it's fine. We go. We gonna let it go. Um. So moving on to our very last topic. Also, um. Oh. I'm gonna run through the next topic real quick, and then I got some breaking news about the is what Biden just did. Oh God. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, video. But um, as far as the okay, so the shade room, TMZ, whatever, whatever they want to be this week. Um, posted some pictures of Hallie. She obviously is pregnant. She has a, a um, big stomach. 
We have people in the comments, mainly black women, saying this ain't a good look for us and she needs to get away from him. And what happened to the Disney? She is a grown ass woman. Y'all don't know who these celebrities are like that. Y'all acting like y'all talk to these motherfuckers. They don't know you. They don't care about you. They are not your friend. If she wants to be with, let her be with him. You still ain't got no gas to get to work tomorrow. Worry about that. Facts. But I feel like one of the things that um we we're not seeing here is I can I can walk and chew gum. Do I think that DDG is really someone I, I wanna that I wanna see with Hallie? Not really, but I don't have Hallie's pussy. I don't have Hallie's uterus. I don't have Hallie's body. And I certainly don't have Hallie's voice. Because <laughs> So let's be very for real right now as we sit from our living rooms judging as our light is about to get cut off because capitalism, <laughs> these aren't the things that you should be fucking thinking about. And, and my thing is, is that for you to say, oh, I don't like DDG, that's one thing. For you to say her career is ruined and she's an unwed black mother and all all of these fucking buzzwords. Can we get rid of that really word? Weird. Like, can we get rid uh, of that term? Um, it's so archaic. Throw it away. Get rid of it. Um, out of wedlock. Why would like? No one gives a fuck about that. Also, y'all are the same people who are still listening to Chris Brown, still listening to R. Kelly, talking about that. Hush, y'all are not serious people. Now, moving on to this little quick video clip. Of my <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Joe Biden is set to ask Congress for a budget of a hundred billion with a B billion dollars to fund these war efforts in the Ukraine and in Israel. One hundred billion dollars. I'm supposed to be paying my student loans back. I don't know who paying them hoes, but I'm supposed <laughs> to be apparently somebody <laughs> with the same name as me is supposed to be paying them hoes. But we have a hundred and billion dollars to a hundred billion dollars to spare. Rent is higher than pterodactyl titties right now. And you mean to tell me that you have a hundred billion dollars to go around? We got enough to go around. We got enough to fund everybody. Joe Biden, I'm not going Baby, going outside and taking a breath of fresh air, fresh-ish, not really fresh at all, air in Brooklyn. You, you, If I step outside in Brooklyn right now and take a deep breath, that's $150 a pop every every gust of air that you get in your lungs. But we got $100 billion to send around to these people who are across here uh, oppressing and ethnically pleasant people. Buki, have you looked at a medical bill lately? It is higher than a broke and ugly man's self-esteem. And you mean to tell me we got $100 billion to send around? We got enough money for everybody. Everybody. Yeah, no, um, we are going to have to shake some shit up. Everybody needs to get about this office immediately. Also, this is also going to piss you off. Oh, did God. you know that did you know that American tax dollars pay for free health care and free college for Israelis? But when we say health care and college should be free. Oh, and housing and housing should be free. We're, we're crazy. Our tax dollars are paying for all this other shit over there. Israel the, has free health care. By our American tax dollars. 
Oh yeah, we're not angry enough for me. Y'all are not angry enough for me. Yeah, y'all are angry enough for me. Um wow. And then he and then he calls it foreign aid. Y'all, yeah, that's why I gotta get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. I did and not these were the same that. folks. So for you motherfuckers who like to defend capitalism and defend defend why we should all live paycheck to paycheck, including yourself. Remember that when you are paying taxes, that this could you could have these things, <laughs> but you don't want that. You would rather <laughs> give it to the you would rather give it to the oppressors so that they can have all these things for free. Damn. You know, I didn't expect to end the show on that particular note. Um wow. Wow, wow, wow. I did not realize the uh we paid for their free health care. That is per their uh, website. Per their website, Commonwealth Fund. Well, Israel Israel's national health insurance law ensures universal coverage for citizens and permanent residents. <laughs> uh, also free housing when they take over homes. Many people pay extremely low or subsidized rents to occupy. You know, I... <laughs> and pay to who? Because you know it's not the Palestinians who they just chucked out of their own home. Um... <sighs> But we don't have, where's the money coming from, Joe? Where is it? Y'all, this, I'm hopefully, I won't be here when it happens, but this election is going to be very, I'm going to get my popcorn. Listen, I, I am, we are going to cross our fingers that we have crossed as many T's and hold all the money together we need to do to make sure that you and I are both out of here by the time it's next election, because this shit is going to be pure insanity if you thought the last election was a circus i feel like you haven't been paying attention we have, we are just bridging it we're just bridging it and this uh, is why like they, they, he is not getting a single penny from me when it comes to these student loans you're not getting shit and i know why because bitch in this whole well you have to pay him back i don't have to do shit i forgave myself and number two I know how the system works. You have, they know they have, you have to have people in debt so that this system can keep, keep going. That's why he's not going to cancel it. Yeah. Cause he needs, we, he needs to have that debt and we need to be in debt in order for this to continue. And the 1% to continue to anally shaft us. Oh my goodness. This is like, girl, they doing all this shit. Like bitch, they still don't even have a speaker of the house yet. Bitch y'all have bigger all right. Thank you for tuning in to Earth is Ghetto Podcast. Ah! <laughs> you right. That's it. We're done. <laughs> Listen, uh, please continue to remember that being queer is African and that this show and any of our platforms that come from it are always going to be on the side of the oppressed. Period. You can follow us on social media, our Instagram, which is earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. And you can follow me on Instagram at Aaron8077 and Sid, your Instagram. Um, not your magical Negro, uh, K-N-E-E underscore G-R-O. <laughs> you know. 
period. You can listen to all of our episodes on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, and you can also listen to it. Oh, subscribe to our YouTube. Yes, please. We are trying to get on TikTok. <laughs> get us and, on TikTok. <laughs> yep. And you can follow my TikTok. I'm more active on TikTok as well. At um, Damn, what is my TikTok? Underscore Aaron205. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'm about to say 077. I'm like, that's yeah. Instagram, child. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we will see you in the next one. And God sounds so horrible but peace peace if you can have it hopefully we'll see y'all next week <laughs> okay bye y'all bye <laughs> you're so terrible <laughs> <laughs>